0: the game after you i went to the saturday game and freaking right. they blew that like four run lead and austin hayes struck out in the fourth inning and he just whipped his bat near the bat at his dugout and he just their team is just so pissed off
1: yeah <laughs> no one i mean i can't there. imagine
0: playing on that team i feel bad for the good players there that are
2: rotting yeah. like cedric mullins dude deserves yeah. so much better
1: All right welcome back to episode 30 of clubhouse convos it's your host colin tough to believe we're 30 episodes in um that feels like a lot but also not a lot when you think about the grand scheme of you know video production and people creating content like this 30 is nothing compared to all the youtube videos all the biggest youtube people have created um but anyways 30 big number for us boys evan how are we today Doing pretty good, Colin. How about yourself? Just fucking dandy. Uh, Newman? Doing well. Great Monday so far. Yeah, happy Monday, everyone. Fuck Mondays. Monday. Dan, how are you? Good. Can't complain. Good weekend of football this weekend? Definitely. Eh. That it was pretty good. The four o'clock slate was really good for a bit. Oh, yeah.
3: Unfortunately, on a personal level, Western New England, we lost to Utica
1: this weekend.
0: Oh, the undefeated season, it's over. It's over.
1: Um, Unfortunately, on a less personal level, the New England Patriots got to win this week.
3: Indeed
1: they did. On a personal
0: level, the – the Chargers lost to the, the Dallas referees. It was a tough game. Oh <laughs> fuck oh, you!
3: We'll have to get into that game on. Uh, oh Monday. boy, we'll get yeah. into that Wednesday.
1: We'll get. I'm excited for that. I'm excited for that. Um, as we've been doing recently, this pod more wild card talk. Um, I personally am a little sick of talking about baseball every week for an hour. So, I don't know if that speaks for everyone else, but we're gonna mix in some mm-hmm. NHL previews today. Um, so you have that to look forward to if you are listening. All right, get into wild card. All right, let's go AL first. Um, Boston currently heard holds wild card one. Toronto holds wild card two. They are a game up on the Yankees, uh, who are a game and a half back of the Red Sox. Correct? No, yes. I have no idea, probably. I have no idea either. I'm fucking reading it wrong. I wrote it all down, but I'm reading it wrong. Toronto's a game back. Yankees are a game and a half. Oakland are two games back. Currently. Yes, the Yankees with, are a game and a half back of Toronto. I believe two and a half weeks to play. Yes. How are we feeling at, with with the standings right now, Evan?
2: Um, I think it's kind of starting to figure itself out a little bit. Um. I think the Yankees are starting to fall out of it. I think they're definitely going in the wrong direction. Uh, I think, basically, as it stands right now in both uh, uh, the AL and the NL, I think it stands. Uh, and I think we have our matchups, which we'll get into the lineup card a little bit later, but it's probably why I threw on a couple questions uh, there, just because I think, personally, I think it's set in stone at this point.
1: Connor? Yeah, I would agree. I think
0: I think barring a, a a thirteen and zero miracle run by my Mariners, I think it's uh, <laughs> it's quite over, which is good because fuck the Yankees. No one wants to see the Yankees in the playoffs. Um, but that's going to make for a hell of a wild card game for the Sox and the
1: Jays. Dan, your thoughts?
3: Um, I kind of agree with Evan. I think this is going to be the matchup. I think we're going to see Boston and Toronto. Um, I think the Yankees, they had their, their streak after the uh, the trade deadline, 13 in a row. And I think they have just kind of lost that touch. And they've kind of just become a non-playoff team uh, down the stretch here. And I think it's going to stay that way. So good to see the Sox making the wild card. Um, yeah, that's all I got to say.
1: Yeah, uh, I kind of disagree with you guys. I don't think it's set in stone yet. Um, I had Oakland in the playoffs before the year. I liked them all year. They're still a good team. They're only two games out. They can get something going like with only two and a half weeks to play. Like if you win 10 out of your last 13 games, that is a, you have a huge chance of making it regardless of where you're at right now, because nobody else is going to be that hot coming down the stretch. I know Boston has a fairly easy schedule, but Toronto starts with Tampa tonight. I know the Yankees play Tampa as well. So Oakland could easily make a jump if those two teams were to struggle, especially against good teams like Tampa. Um, But as a Red Sox fan, I feel pretty good. feels like this team has kind of righted the ship. The pitching has been really, really good. I saw over the last seven games, the ERA combined as a team is the lowest it's been since 2014 um in seven consecutive games so pitching looks good bats are alive everyone seems to be getting hot at the right time feels good right now to be a red sox fan i'd like to be in first but take a wild card also real quick i would like to shout out my
2: good friend colin on this uh on this episode we went to the game on what was it friday night colin friday night yeah and we were sitting in the bleachers section we're
1: sitting at dinner when i said this
2: yeah okay yeah i'll give a little backstory we were sitting at dinner uh what was it uh boston burger company
1: Shout out great Good, burger great oh, burger. amazing burgers yes
2: oh it was phenomenal
1: a little overpriced um, if you ask me
2: <laughs> i got fries for seven bucks uh anyway <clears throat> we were sitting at dinner and colin go we were we were kind of giving our pick for home runs and i said who'd i say Colin? i, I can't remember." Uh, I think I said I Devers. I, I said think, Devers.
1: Yes, you said Devers. Maddie said Renfro, and I yep. said Bobby Dahlbeck. And he says Dahlbeck.
2: And we were so fast. Fast forward to the game. We're in section 41 in the bleachers. We're, we're sitting there and we're we're talking. And I go and Colin and I are just talking. We see Dahlbeck's coming up next. And, and did you say anything about that at bat? Were you like, oh yeah, he's going he's going yard here?
1: I think I, I did. I can't remember. I think I did. I think you said it. I think you said it. I'm pretty sure I picked Albie, blah, 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 blah. Bobby Dalbeck <laughs> to hit a home run tonight. And
2: yeah. then he
1: comes up and hits one.
2: Yep, yeah. And then he hit it, and we were just like, wow.
1: It was a great, great feeling, call too, by you. especially call because the two bozos that I was sitting next to, you and Maddie, had been predicting failed home runs all game. I hadn't opened my mouth yet. I was waiting for my guy Bobby to come through, and, mm-hmm. uh, and he did. It was a great win. Uh, yeah. Extremely boring game, though. <laughs> like It was such a boring
2: game. Holy outside fuck. the
1: home run and the three-run double by Renfro, like, I would rather watch paint dry. There's just so many foul balls, 10-pitch-up-bats, and then <laughs> walks. Like, the Orioles are so fucking bad. Well,
2: their bullpen is, is terrible.
1: If I was no,
2: – That was part of the problem. We were talking about this. Like, run.
1: I would rather be unemployed than be the Orioles manager. I could bad. not – I could not imagine how much baseball, you, how much bad baseball you
2: have to watch. But I mean, at least you get to watch guys like Mullins, Mancini, Mountcastle,
1: and Hayes. Yeah, that's I great. Mean, outside but of like, that,
2: though. Yeah.
1: Half the half the nights, two of those guys stink. And the other half, the other two stink. And some nights, they all stink. And then if they all stink, mm-hmm. your whole team stinks. And then there's and nothing imagine, to watch.
2: And I'm um, and imagine having to manage that bullpen. I mean, oh. when every guy in your bullpen sucks, like what I'd like to know what the thought process is there. Oh, I'm gonna bring in this bum for this moment. I'm gonna bring in this bum the next inning. I mean, there were guys we didn't
1: even know their names. I mean, I they mean, the, their starter had a oh, nine yeah, ERA. Oh yeah. A nine ERA or sorry, a six ERA. It was a six.
3: But the reliever width had was a like nine. Two.
1: Yeah, he's pitched in. Tw- he started twenty two games this year, and he's hadn't even made it third eighty 80- through eighty six innings in twenty two starts. I mean, how's that guy in the majors? It's what like? Th- <laughs> so,
2: you don't have a better option. There's better options somewhere. It's, just sad. Poor,
1: it's sad. poor Orioles. It is sad. It's sad for baseball. Like nobody, nobody wants to watch that.
0: Mm. No, I was at well, the. That's uh, why- I was at the the game after you. I went to the Saturday game, and freaking right. they blew that like four run lead. And Austin Hayes struck out in the fourth inning, and he just whipped his bat near the at his dugout. And he just their team is just so pissed off.
1: Yeah,
2: <laughs> no one I mean, I can't imagine
1: playing on that team.
2: I feel bad for the good players there that are rotting, yeah. like Cedric Mullins. Dude deserves yeah. so much better. Anyway,
1: let's move on to the NL wild card. Um, Dodgers have already locked up first place in this wild card race. Uh, the Cardinals, well, I mean, Dodgers or Giants, whoever doesn't win the division, um, but it's going to be my Giants. So the Dodgers are the wild card number one for this scenario. Uh, Cardinals currently hold wild card two. Cincinnati is three games back of them, and Philly and San Diego are three and a half back of St. Louis. Uh, Evan's already said he thinks St. Louis is the pick. Newman, do you agree?
0: Uh, yeah, I would agree. I think San Diego was really the only other contender, and they've kind of fallen off as of late, dropping, I think, two against the Cardinals in their recent series. So I think the Cardinals have done enough to for a date with the Dodgers.
3: Dan? Yeah, I think it's going to be the Cardinals. Um, I didn't really think that they could – like weeks back, climb into this position, but they have, um, I was saying Cincinnati was going to make it, but the, in the last 10, the three and seven, not looking good, uh, Cardinals nine and one in the last 10. So it looks like the Cardinals are going to lock up this last spot in the wild card. So, and I'll save for who I think will win that matchup later, but
1: yeah, um, I saw today as of September 7th, which is 13 days ago, the Cardinals had a 2% chance of making the playoffs. And as of today, they have a 73% chance, uh, which is pretty fucking crazy to think about. Um, I think they've got it locked up. I came on the pod and said Phillies would make it. Um, that was stupid of me. They clearly stink. Um, Aaron Nola just gives up too many home runs. Uh, you did pitch well against the Mets the other night, though. I watched that some it's of that game. It's the Mets, you though. The well.
2: Mets strike out so much. But yeah, yeah, the I get, Mets I are just
1: a colossal disappointment. Um, so are the Padres, who I did guarantee to miss the playoffs. So I feel good about that. Um, do we and, want to talk about the and the Yankees? Uh, my guarantees right now are looking pretty good. Um, yeah. Should we talk a little bit about Machado Tatis? I'm, I'm sure all you guys saw that video. Uh, Not that I. Up. I read an article I know we are talking about managers later in the show on the lineup card Um, but I read an article today about that fight um, and how it had been according to people inside the organization kind of boiling up for weeks a lot of veterans are getting to be upset with Tatis's kind of emotional behavior and childish really being childish Um, some people feel Tingler is kind of Lost authority over that room, and that they feel like Machado is caught up on things that are just out of his own out of his own control, and uh, that all kind of boiled over into the shouting match they had in the dugout. Um, I don't know if you guys have any thoughts. Ev, yeah. So,
2: kind of what I take away from this is, and you brought up some good points there, Colin. The Padres have a tag. On Skip Schumacher, who's the bench coach, of associate manager, which I don't believe any other team has. So Tingler is like the manager, but like I had no idea that like the bench coach was the associate manager. And it seems to me that um, that there's just a weird sort of like vibe there in the in the clubhouse. Um, I honestly would bet that like the guys like Skip Schumacher more. I mean just came out of the game recently. Like people say he's a great mind. He's going to be a manager one day. So when I think about that, I just think that's just such a weird angle of the Padres that I think doesn't get talked about a lot. I mean, they fired their pitching coach already. I think upper level management in San Diego is frustrated. I think they thought they would be around a hundred wins. Now they're at a point in the season where they might not even make the playoffs. So if I were the Padres, I would fire Jace Tingler, get him out of there, and I would, whatever, promote Skip Schumacher. I, I think that would be the move I would make. Um, and I think that's honestly inevitable. I think Skip would be a great manager. and just seems like he connects more with the players, although I know Tingler's been t- ejected from the most games of managers this year. Um, but I still think they, they connect with Skip more.
1: Yeah, the article mentioned um, Tingler talking about him coming out to defend Tatis the other night, which is what Machado was so mad about. Um, Tatis argued a strike three, and Tingler came out, got ejected for defending him, and then Machado piped in at Tatis and things got emotional. Um, But, yeah, Evan, that is really weird about the Schumacher being an assistant manager. I was just going to say something. Oh, if you are Schumacher, do you feel like comfortable coming into that job? Do you feel like you can control all those big time superstar egos like Tatis and Machado, Newman? I think he'd
2: do. I think he'd do a better job of it.
1: Yeah. I mean, how do you do that, though? Those guys get what they want when they want. That's true, Mm -hmm. but I mean, like, I
0: feel like a manager's job is almost, like in baseball, I feel like it's more just to manage the players anyway, it's not really, like the players can manage themselves, like I, and to be honest, I have no problem with Tatis acting like a kid, like he is a kid, he's young, and baseball is a kid's sport, like I have no problem with that, and I have no problem with Machado piping up to him, you know, they are three out of the playoffs, like at some point you kind of do need to buckle down and start taking it seriously, so I have no problem with either side, just, it's just a weird scenario. Dan.
3: I got nothing.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I like to point out one more thing is that that outburst should have been handled in a different way. It should have been handled, not in the clubhouse, should have been handled after the game. And Tingler really wasn't part of that group breaking up the players. Like, I think it was just, it was unprofessional. It shouldn't have happened uh, when it happened. And Now it creates bad press around the Padres where there's more drama in the room now when there didn't need to be. And I think that pipes up people calling for Tingler's job. So I just, it it seems like just a disaster going on in San Diego.
1: Yeah, I think it also maybe adds fuel to a rumor about dysfunction and Tatisa Machado not being able to get along. And maybe that becomes less of a free agent destination than it has been recently. Um, So it could have big implications. You never know. Uh, Let's move on to the NHL preview. We're going to see Evan and Connor's standings first. uh, So Dan will pull those up. We're just going top eight teams from each conference. Um, Evan Connor and I are planning to do a more detailed episode with all our predictions in the future, but Dan, not much of a hockey guy. So we're just going to simplify it today.
2: Well, he has joined the Fantasy Hockey League, so we're, we're expecting more out of Dan in, in, say, a few months.
1: In the future. Right now,
3: I, my head is yeah. spinning just trying to figure out what the hell is going on. But
1: Dan, who's Christian Dvorak, and what line is he playing on this year? Uh, he
3: plays for a team in the NHL, and he plays in the lines one through four.
1: It's <laughs> a good answer. Great answer. Uh, yeah. Let's go to Evan first, since he's on the left.
2: All right, so what I got, I got the Boston Bruins winning uh, the Eastern Conference, being the best team. I got Philadelphia second, Florida third, Tampa Bay four, Toronto five, there'll be a wild card. Islanders six, Caps seven, and the Rangers in eighth. Um, This leaves out Carolina uh, and Pittsburgh were, were the two headline teams that I did not put in. I would
1: say Montreal as well as they were the
2: Montreal as well. Cup they went to the cup. Yeah. Um. Just give a quick thing about each team. Boston, they they lost a little bit, but I like their additions. I think Sex really good. And Eric Halla. I think you still have one of the best lines in the game. Uh, The Krejci loss hurts, but I, I, I like their defense. I think Omar has a really good year. And I think the Bruins just wear teams down. I think that's what it's always been for them. Philadelphia added so much. I absolutely love the additions. I think they're by far and away the best team in the Metro now. I think Chuck Fletcher's done a fantastic job. And they just need Giroux to have a better year. Um, and obviously Hart, which now the defense looks much better. Uh, and two years ago, they were really good. So I, I could see them repeating. Uh, some of that success. Florida, uh, young up and coming team. They made some great additions. Sam Reinhardt's a beast. Spencer Knight in his first year, hopefully, hopefully he can work out Bobrovsky. I think he'll have a really strong year. Tampa, we know what they are. Uh the Maple Leafs still love their offense. Uh, I, I really don't even care who's in goal for them. I think they'll always be good. Um, New York, um, Barry Trotz is the coach. I think they're a playoff team. Uh, Capitals, they're on the decline. I almost didn't put them in. But obviously, Ovechkin's still there, and I like the goaltending. I I think they'll work some stuff out. And the New York Rangers, I think, are the next Florida Panthers. I think they're up and coming this year. Tons of young talent. And obviously, they still got Panarin. Shesterkin's really good. The defense isn't bad. Truba, hopefully he can have a better year. I just like that they're they're young, they're energetic, and I like that team. And I I think Galant's a great coach for them. Um,
1: So that's my East. Yeah, Newman, let's hear your East, and then we'll go to Dan and me.
0: All right, so for my East, from one to eight, I got Tampa in first, Florida, Panthers in second, the Islanders in third, Toronto fourth, Capitals fifth, Bruins sixth in the first wild card, Hurricanes seventh, and Pittsburgh eighth. So I guess the biggest notable thing is I don't even have Philadelphia on my fucking list. Um, <laughs> Carter Hart. He had a terrible year, and then instead of getting Mark goaltending help, they brought in Martin Jones, who's been the worst statistical goalie the past three years. So that was very confusing to me. Um, I mean, Evan already touched on a lot of these teams, but just a couple notables. Having Tampa at four is disgraceful. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, sure, they lost their third line, but you're replacing it with Sorelli, Colton, and Matthew Joseph. That's more than capable of picking up the slack. Um I'm super high on the Islanders. Again, they probably should, could have been in the Stanley Cup the past two years, if not for Tampa and the juggernaut of a team. Um, I still like the Bruins. Definitely not a number one. Omar replacing Rask is obviously not an upgrade, but I like Omar I hope he has a great year. Finally gets out of Buffalo. That's pretty sweet. Um, Carolina, disaster offseason. You lost Bean, Nadelkovic, Mrazic, Doggy Like that Ogle. easily – Vogel, too, easily the worst offseason of any team, in my opinion. They replaced him with Freddie and, I think, Ranta's is their other guy. Yeah. Um, so that's just a disaster. I could easily see them missing um, in place of the Rangers or Philly. Um, Pittsburgh, they did jack shit in the offseason. They seem to be content with running it back with Jari uh, and that, that old core. They Them and uh, Washington, I think, should be giving Tukoraska a call come December. One of them should, because Jari yeah. is not the answer, and Vanacek
1: and Samsonov, I don't know if they can
0: handle a, a whole season.
1: Well, Rask but, is on the record saying he would never play for anyone besides the Bruins.
0: No, I know that,
1: but they should at least give him a call. And... I wouldn't pick up that fucking phone. Fuck those teams. <laughs> <laughs> no offense.
2: Um. Yeah. Okay, should I just run through my West?
1: No, let's do uh, Dan and I in the East. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Okay. All right,
1: sure, 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 sure. All right, I'm on the left, so I'll go first. One to eight, I have Tampa Bay, Philadelphia, Boston, Florida, Islanders, Maple Leafs, Hurricanes, Rangers. So, I guess kind of a mix of you two. Um, Evan and I obviously agree on Philly. I loved their offseason this year. I mean, you add Ellis, you add – in who I get like had some bad numbers um, when you dig a little deeper into it, but I don't know how much I really believe in all those kind of statistics. And I mean, Newman, you pointed out, they brought in Martin Jones, but if you can't solve the goaltending, solve the defense and, and just give up less shots. I mean, they gave up so many shots, so many good chances. Um, but I like them this year. I have them winning the Metro um, Boston three Newman. I think six is quite honestly disrespectful. Um, I get that Olmark isn't an upgrade over Rask, but his five-on-five five numbers last year on the worst team in hockey by far were actually very, very good. I think he was top five save percentage and goals against, uh, so I expect a good year from him and obviously Swayman. Um, I, I acknowledge the Krejci loss definitely hurts. All his highlights I've been seeing make me want to cry, um, but I think Hala <laughs> and or Coyle is perfectly capable of stepping in on that second line. Um, Coyle was so good with Craig Smith in the limited time they played together last year. So I think that might be the more natural choice, but, uh, we'll see. Um, Newman, where'd you have Florida second. Yeah. I'm high on Florida. That's fourth for me. Um, but I think the Atlantic is just so tough. Um, a good team's going to miss. I have, I like the Islanders this year. Five Toronto is six for me. I don't love the goaltending. Wait, what did they do at goalie again? Mrazek. It's kind I of was Seattle. No. Who went to fucking Seattle? Grubauer. Grubauer.
2: Oh fuck! Collins like that's why I had Seattle at eight.
1: Yeah. Well, Seattle with group hours, a huge upgrade too. Anyways. um, Yeah. Toronto six. I've been on the record. Like I just don't like Toronto. Um, I I think it's kind of fucked how they had to pay those top four guys so much more than a team like Tampa would have to pay. Um, I know we've had this sort of debate before, so I won't have it again, Um, but still they're so talented. I'll have them in six. Carolina seven, I agree. Worst offseason out there, but still there's so so much talent on that team. Like Aho, Niederreiter, Terravin, and Slavin. I like Peche. Um, still a good team. And Rangers at eight. I agree with you, Ev. Up and coming. Like them a lot. Panarin is uh seems to be a parental MVP candidate lately. Um, so yeah, I got Rangers sneaking in.
3: You guys ready for the best hockey analysis of your life right now? (laughs) Let's go.
0: Sure. All
3: right. So for my standings that I whipped together, not knowing anything about these teams besides the Boston Bruins, uh, at one I got Tampa Bay, followed by New York Islanders, uh, Florida Panthers, Boston Bruins, Washington Capitals, Toronto Maple Leafs, Pittsburgh Penguins, and Philadelphia Flyers. I'll be honest, I don't know why I ranked them this way, but (laughs) I ranked them this way. Tampa Bay, I know they're really good. New York, they freaking stabbed me in the back by beating Boston in uh, seven last year. I know they're good. Florida, I feel I saw a lot about their offseason on Instagram. Couldn't tell you who they signed, but I saw them on Instagram. Uh, the Bruins, I'm kind of mad that I can't put them higher. I just don't got a good vibe right now. I feel like the window what? is I feel like the window's closing oh. faster and faster. Shut it,
1: Dan. Shut it. I
3: disagree. With I mean, that. I still have them four, but I, I think the window for a cup is closing.
1: For, the crazy thing open. is the crazy thing is about that it absolutely should be like Bergeron and Marshan are getting older but think about the core that we were talking about three years ago you have Chara you have Krejci you have Rask they're all not on this roster and suddenly they're filled with new spots new guys McAvoy and Pasternak and Swayman and now the window's wide fucking open again because Marshan is getting better with age Bergeron is getting better with age. I mean, they both could have won the Selkie this year. Fuck. The window's open, man. It's so <laughs> open agree, as open as it has been.
0: Don't forget the uh, Felino siding. I feel like that doesn't get I talked I love about Nick enough. Foligno.
1: Oh, he's so good. Him and Trent Frederick are going to maul teams this year. Bruins are going to play like the Blues of two years ago. Hopefully have the same success. Yeah. It would be nice to finally get a couple. Again. Sorry to interrupt you, Dan. It's all right. You guys give
3: way better analysis than I do. Um, so five being Washington, they have Ovechkin. He's good. Uh, the Maple Leafs, they got a lot of good players, but they always choke in the playoffs. And I kind of think they stink. I know they're good, but just from a, a very vague hockey take, they stink. That's a, um, that's the good thing that you know that they choke in the playoffs. That, that's a yeah. start. Well, I, th- I think – from an outside looking in you could tell when they always lose in the first round i mean that yeah, that's pretty common that's a given i feel but uh 17 pittsburgh they used to, they they used to be good i guess they're not as good as i think they are um sydney crosby and all those guys i don't know and then at 8 philadelphia i feel like i saw their name a couple times on instagram and you guys have them at too so i'm on the right track here so i think i did pretty good for myself in my predictions
1: Not bad, Dan. I've seen worse. Hold on, hold on. Fuck yeah, baby. Uh, Dan, do you want to just stick with stick with your analysis and do Western? We'll go backwards.
3: You're goddamn right, I do. Um. All right, sorry. Eating some goldfish. Sponsor us.
1: Um, Best snack in the game.
0: Snack that smiles back, baby.
3: Goldfish. (laughs) Um. So one, I got Colorado for no reason in particular. Colorado, it seems like they're a good team. Uh, That's followed by uh, the Vegas Golden Knights, Edmonton Oilers, Winnipeg Jets, Dallas Stars, Los Angeles Kings, uh, Chicago Blackhawks, and St. Louis Blues. I know the Knights are good. Um, They've just kind of been good since they've been in the NHL. The Oilers, I know they got McDavid, good player, best in hockey. Um, The Jets, uh, just from, I guess, doing the quick research I did, they seem to be good. Dallas, they also seem to be good. Uh, the Kings, I honestly couldn't tell you. I, I think the only reason I have them in here is because you need three from a division, um, and that's why they make it. But then the Blackhawks, I remember Evan saying that they got Seth Jones and that he thinks they'll be a playoff team, so I have them as a playoff team. And then the Blues, I guess they're good. So, yeah, that's my West.
1: My one through eight is Colorado, Vegas, Minnesota, third, Edmonton, fourth, Chicago, fifth, Dallas, sixth, Winnipeg, seven. And I have Seattle at eight, as Evan already pointed out. I think the first two are a lock just as they were this year. I think the West was almost more challenging for me to do than the East. Obviously we all know the East a little more since we play in the East, but uh, West was challenging for me. I have Minnesota at three. That kind of really hinges on Kaprizov coming back. If he doesn't, that's a huge loss. Um, I don't love the loss of Parise and Suter either. I know they didn't have – I mean, they did have good years. They're just getting older, and they didn't want to pay him that kind of money anymore, which is understandable. Um, but I think those are two big losses. Uh, regardless of them and third, I like what they did a lot last year, and those young guys are only going to get better. Um Edmonton four. You got McDavid and Seidel. Even if the rest of the team is shit, those two are enough to get them to fourth. Uh, especially in that Western division. That division's so fucking bad. Um, Chicago, I have five really high on them this year. They bring in Jones, Flurry's gonna play. Jonathan Taze is coming back. All of a sudden, you have a really good roster with a lot of young talent that was just on the cusp of making it last year. Um, Patrick Kane is still. Dominant, um, and then I have Dallas in six. I know they missed last year, but full year of Sagan and Ben Bishop this year. Heiskanen just got a huge extension. Um, Jamie Ben is still playing really well, and I love Klingberg, so they still have some really good pieces to get in. Seven Winnipeg, hard to deny. shifley is one of the best centers in the game. You have Ehlers, um, Ehlers, whatever his fucking name is, Wheeler, and then obviously. It's the fucking goalie's name? What's his fucking name? Hellebuck. Hellebuck. Thank you. Hellebuck. Perennial Vesna. Sorry. Total blank. We've got too many names running through my mind right now. Uh, And then I have Seattle at eight. I like what they did in the draft. Uh, I didn't love some of the picks, but I think they have enough talent. And Grubauer is an elite goaltender. Uh, So I got Seattle sinking in first year. Mostly because the Pacific is just so damn Yeah, bad. It's, so, it's so bad. It's fucking pathetically bad. I mean, Sharks, Ducks, and Kings, no offense, Dan, having the Kings in there, but those three teams are going to be, like, maybe the worst three teams in hockey this year.
0: They disagree. Terrible. I got Dan your
1: back. Uh,
3: so we're going to move on to their West now?
1: Yeah yeah all
3: right no. uh quick little just news i guess the yankees are activating uh Luis severino from the uh 60
1: day IL. that's big that uh, is a huge ad for them right now especially if he can just be half as good
0: yeah they play toronto soon too it's
3: pivotal yeah
1: but evan oh, and Connor,
3: your uh, standings are on the screen
0: oh okay so i guess we'll keep it in reverse order so i'll go first um I have Edmonton at one. I have Colorado two, Vegas three, Winnipeg four, Dallas five, Chicago six, L.A. Dan got L.A. boys. Evan L.A. boys. Holy shit. L.A. at seven. What uh, the fuck? Eight.
1: <laughs> maybe I shouldn't have said worse three, but I don't have them in the playoffs. Yeah, maybe worse two. Don't do include L.A. in that. Yeah. Uh, that was just, okay. You know what? I take that. Back. No, I, I rescind that. That was very disrespectful. I forgot how good the Kings were last year. I'm really sorry.
2: They like weren't even good though. Okay.
1: I mean, they They were. They they exceeded expectations. I thought they were in the hunt for a little bit. Yeah. Plus, Um, they might get Eichel, so
0: that would be big. Um. So I don't have. I don't have Minnesota, in. I think that would be the big one in comparison to Scully. Um, Start at the top, I guess. The Oilers, they get uh, Cece and Hyman. They've all, they've really needed to step scoring. I think this is finally the year they break out still have Mike Smith. I love Mike Smith. Um, I think they finish at the top. The avalanche do a quick flop of Grubauer for Kemper as the replacement, who I love. Uh, and they found a way to keep Landis Kog around. They'll be good again. Obviously Vegas loses flurry. They have Leonard still. They got Nolan Patrick, Brett Howden shaking up the front. They'll still be good. Winnipeg I'd finally address the fucking defense with Nate Schmidt and Dylan um, and they kept the mellow in the expansion draft somehow Seattle didn't take him very weird but they'll take it um, Dallas added Holpe for some reason even though they already have three NHL level goalies which I mean puts Bishop's health into question whether he's actually ready so we'll have to keep an eye on that um, Blackhawks like Dan said Seth Jones is huge Flurry's huge they already almost squeaked in last year in a really tough uh, realignment division. So I think they'll get in. Kings, the Kings are sweet. Uh, they got Arbitzen. They got Philip Deneau, who's a fantastic fucking player, fantastic defender, face-off guy. Frees up Kopitar to try play on the, the upper lines. And Cal Peterson emerged as a fantastic goaltender last year. Um, he should get some extended time. And then the Blues... I don't know what to do with the blues. I could see Seattle getting in here. I could see any other team getting in here, but Buchnevich, I like the ad. They lose Vince Dunn. I still think Bennington is capable of taking them to the playoffs, but they're very much a bubble team for me.
2: Yeah. So I see Newman and I have the exact same playoff team. So well done Connor. We agree for once. Um, I have the Avalanche Colorado, as Dan put on this graphic, at first. <laughs> uh, I think at, all the guys have hit on all the points with them. I mean, one of the best offensive teams in the game. They could outscore anybody. And now I like Kemper for that team more than Grubauer, so I think that's honestly an upgrade there. Uh, Vegas, Vegas has always impressed me, uh, especially on defense. They've had a young defense. They were able to keep Alec Martinez. I think that's huge. We saw Petrangelo in the playoffs. He was probably their best overall player. It was really the goaltending flop that, in my opinion, fucked them. So I think now having only one guy is going to be a good thing for them. I think Leonard has a big year. Uh, Chicago. I think the Blackhawks are the San Francisco Giants of hockey this year. Lots of vets. They get Taves back. Obviously, everyone's hit on that. Um, Fleury, what an addition that is coming off of Vesna uh, win. Jones you give up a lot but it's completely worth it. He's still what? 25. You're going to have control of him for a long time. And Colin hit on some of the young players. I mean Kubalik, what a year he's had uh he's had before. I mean his rookie year he scored what? 25 30 goals. He's just such a good player. Um I like them a lot. they they have a lot of depth and I think Colleton's a good coach there. Um Edmonton uh McDavid obviously probably going to put up another 130 points i mean he's just that good um i've shit on mike smith a lot but i think he's probably good enough to be there i take him over whoever the fuck the backup is and i koskinen. it's koskinen, koskinen.
1: he sucks garbage. he's there garbage
2: um winnipeg i think the jets are going to be really good uh for as long as blake wheeler's there um fucking hella buck um shifley Ealers, like as long as they're there, I think they're going to be a playoff team. Paul Maurice, one of the best coaches in the game. St. Louis, I think they're going to surprise some people. I agree with Connor. I think Bennington has a huge uh, bounce back year. The Kings are a really good team, I think. Obviously, Doughty is still there. I think he's a top defender in the game. Cal Peterson, underrated goalie. And then Dallas, I like the goal scoring there. One of the best offensive teams. Uh, they brought in Ryan Suter, which was huge. And obviously, they get Bishop back, hopefully. So I think all those things will help them. And obviously, they were in the Stanley Cup final two years ago. So, I I, I like them a lot. So, those are my eight teams. Newman, good
1: job. (laughs) Yeah, I get picks. Fuck you guys. (laughs) I don't think there was much variance, though, right? Just Kings. I think Philly – I think the Flyers
0: were pretty big, and
1: your Minnesota, I think, was big. Yeah. Yeah, Evan, you don't have Minnesota either? Nope. Wow.
0: No, I think that was a fluky division last year.
1: I don't know. I, I really like them. I, I mean, you think about guys like Eric Sinek, who really stepped up, Greenway, uh, Ryan Hartman, obviously Kaprizov is the guy that makes that train go, um, but still a very reliable back end. Jonas Brodin is extremely underrated. Matt Dumba, um, there's two other, their top four was really, really good. I, I know Suter's gone now, but who did he play with last year?
2: They had Ian Cole for a time, who had a good year. That wasn't the name I was thinking of.
1: Um, but anyways. Oh, Spurgeon. Like, uh, Spurgeon. Spurgeon, yes, Jared Spurgeon, the captain. Yeah. Fuck me. Um, who's still really, really good. So, I I like Minnesota this year. And the goaltending duo is good. Yeah. Talbot and uh, – They're Kackinen. not Koskinen. Kack- yeah. <laughs> couldn't remember. I knew his name. I couldn't remember how to say it. Um, lineup card of, and uh, we'll rant yep. and wrap this up.
2: Yeah, whose rant is it, by the way? Yours. Oh, it's mine. Okay, good. Um, all right. So, lineup card. Here we go. September twentieth, episode thirty. Um, yeah, I think we got some good questions for this week. So, ready to get in- into it, boys? Uh, we'll go, Colin, Dan, Newman. That's the order on my screen. Uh, We got some NFL and some MLB here. We got a couple open-ended questions at the end. Uh, We got multiple choice as usual. All right, so we'll start it off. So we're almost through two weeks. We got one more game tonight as we record on a Monday. What team has surprised you the most through the first two weeks of the NFL season? Said the Denver Broncos, who sit at 2-0. The Carolina Panthers, who sit at 2-0. The Las Vegas Raiders who were set at 2-0. And then the Baltimore Ravens who pulled off a great upset last night. Colin, who is your most surprised team?
1: Um, I took the Raiders. To beat the Ravens was a huge surprise. And then when the Steelers looked as good as they did week one, to go on the road and then beat them. Derek Carr legitimately looks really, really good. Um, Darren Waller is a star. Edwards is coming on. Rugs had a huge catch yesterday. I like that team. I don't think they'll finish in the playoffs, but right now they look really good. I think they'll do that Gruden thing they do where they go like six and two or seven and three and then finish like eight and eight in this year's probably eight and nine or nine and eight. Um, but regardless, I've been really surprised with them. I liked the Panthers this year. Not shocked by that. Denver hasn't played good teams and the ravens like lost to the raiders so i don't think the raiders are that good
3: dan um i'm gonna copy Colin again i'm taking the raiders um (laughs) here we go gonna be a long i mean this is just the raiders were a team i thought was going to finish bottom seven or eight in the league i did not think the defense was good um, and maybe the defense really isn't that good because they did let up a lot of points to the Ravens and then they play the Steelers who I think their offense is not good. Um, so it's tough telling, uh, to know if that Raiders defense is improved or not, but I mean, this offense is kind of carrying, uh, carrying the team, uh, like Colin said, Derek, Derek, Carr is doing fantastic right now. Um, and it's just going to be a question if they could keep it going. I said it on the gridiron pod. It'd be interesting to see if they could keep this going. Uh, last year showed that they could not. they were in a wild card spot, like ten weeks into the season, and it all fell apart. Um, but I've been most surprised by the Raiders. I think their defense is uh maybe showing to be a little better than I thought. Newman, it's
0: the copy train. I'm going Raiders as well. Um, I mean, I have yeah. the Broncos in my playoffs, so they don't surprise me. I had the Panthers just missing, so they don't surprise me. Um the Ravens have been pretty up and down, but they've played pretty good overall. The Raiders are just they make the AFC West so fucking tough. That that division is ridiculous. It's so fucking annoying. Um Brian Edwards, maybe he is the next Randy Moss. Uh, he had a great finish to the uh the Monday night game. Um and Derek Carr is playing well. I don't like Derek Carr, but he's proving me wrong. Derek Carr gets too much hate. Well, he plays for the Raiders. I hate him a lot.
2: (laughs) Yeah, maybe it's something to do with, like, a Colin Madden curse. He has Joe Burrow, trades him away. Then he has a shitty game yesterday. He brings in Derek Carr on his Madden team a week ago. And now Derek Carr – two weeks ago. It was probably a little longer than that. And now Derek Carr has been incredible. So maybe there's some sort of Madden curse with you, Colin.
1: Well, uh, Joe Burrow – I mean, just like he did the other night, was throwing picks left and fucking right. So I had to get rid of his ass. Yeah. (laughs) And Derek Carr's been great. So
2: Yeah, he's been great. Uh, I took the Raiders as well. I mean, I think their defense has, like Dan brought up, been so good. I mean, Max Crosby, how underrated is that guy? Doesn't get enough love. (laughs) They brought in Denzel Perriman, who's uh, in a trade with the Panthers, I believe, right before the season. He's been really good. K.J. Wright, Carl Nassib. Has been pretty good. Forced a big fumble uh, against the Ravens. Um, Casey Hayward brought in from, I can't remember if he was last with the Chargers. I can't, I can't remember. Yes.
0: He, and he yeah. sucked. He was fucking terrible.
1: Yeah.
2: So he, they added him. They're adding a lot of vets. Solomon, Solomon Thomas had two sacks yesterday. Like they're bringing in names that maybe we thought were washed, but like are actually better than we think. Uh, we'll see if it holds, but I like where the Raiders are, are trending right now. And you, everybody's brought up Derek Carr and how good he's been. Um, now we'll flip it over, uh, to disappointing teams. So through two weeks, who is your most disappointing team? I mean, the Packers could easily get on this list after tonight, but I I fully expect them to just destroy the Lions. So, um, they are not on here, but, uh, which team has been most disappointing the Atlanta Falcons, uh, the New York giants, the Indianapolis Colts, or the Minnesota Vikings
1: column. Yeah, I knew the Falcons were gonna suck, so that's not a disappointment. I was actually surprised with how well they played for like two and a half quarters yesterday against Tampa. Um, Minnesota, I feel just tough two two tough losses. Like you lose in overtime, and then you lose at the buzzer on some costly mistakes um, to Arizona yesterday. So I don't think they're a bad one-two team. I still don't think they're good, but um, they played two good games. So we'll see what they can do. Um, Who are the other two teams? We got Giants or Colts. Oh, the Giants fucking suck. The Colts are my pick. Um, They've been the most disappointing, mostly because I thought they were going to be good, especially with Wentz. I get Rams and Seahawks are tough first two weeks, um, but you played them both at home, right? And you had Wentz. Jonathan Taylor didn't score a touchdown in either week. Uh, the defense didn't look all that good. And Wentz is hurt again. What the fuck?
3: Dan? Trying to tell you as an Eagles fan, Carson Wentz is damaged goods. Um, (laughs) So all three of these teams, the Falcons, Giants, and Colts, I predicted to miss the playoffs. Uh, Colts I had kind of just missing at 8 and 9, so not really close. But the other two I had within, like, the bottom 10 of the NFC. So I'm really disappointed with the Vikings. Um, I know it's two close losses, but I thought this defense would be better than it is. Um, I thought Mike Zimmer would be able to fix it this off season after it was God awful last year seems to have just not done a thing. And I thought this offense was going to hit the ground running. Just uh, does not seem to be uh, the case, at least in the Cincinnati game seemed a little slow. Um, I'm just, I don't know. I don't get a good vibe from the Vikings. I think maybe Kirk Cousins is hitting his, a wall. Um, I don't know. I'm just, I'm not buying the Vikings. I did have them in the playoffs, but I thought they'd at least contend uh, at like 10 and seven or something, but I'm not in on the Vikings right now.
2: Connor.
0: Yeah, it's the Vikings for me. I mean, you put up 24 against the Bengals. That's a game you, you really hope to win. Um, losing overtime, that's super tough. And then you go shot for shot with Kyler Murray. To get to Force him to throw two picks. That's a game you really sh- hope you should win too. And your your kicker shanks it. Even though the uh, the Minnesota announcers said he made it. Uh, which that was, was brutal. <laughs> that was hilarious.
2: Um, <laughs> that dude's a bozo.
0: So, I mean it's been a pretty disappointing 0-2 for them. Um, Considering Dalvin Cook just went off yesterday, you really hope to at least win one of those games, if not both. So I'd say it's been the most disappointing start for them.
2: To switch it up a little bit here, I'm going to go Atlanta. Um, I've been very disappointed in their offense, especially in that game against Philadelphia. I thought Matt Ryan would have a field day. They only scored six points in that game. Calvin Ridley only had like four catches for 40 yards such a disappointing game there and then this past week they played Tampa tough but in the end i mean god the matt ryan just crumbled and mike edwards takes two pick sixes to the house a game should not get that out of hand ever and i think for that to happen is fucking despicable the falcons could be one of the worst they might finish the one as the worst team in the league like they look fucking awful and mike edwards has the most touchdown passes caught from matt ryan this year uh fucking disappointing their their secondary is dog shit although shout out to Ron harman their offensive line sucks the, the team is a fucking disaster i mean i thought they'd beat the eagles but it's atlanta for me and just the style that they've lost these games um di- very disappointing
1: yeah they're bad um, real quick breaking news ahead. um Ooh. Well, we talked about hockey earlier. None of us had the Arizona Coy- Coyotes in the playoffs, um, but I just got an alert they're bringing back the famous Kachina jerseys. And I will say, Chick is it Chickren or Chickcharin? Ch- Chick Chickren. Chickren looks majestic in it. He looks just great. So
2: yes, he does. He's a those stuff. are
1: sweet. Yeah, yeah, great uniforms.
2: Um. Okay next question we got a Derek Carr question because he's probably one of the most talked about players right now I have him in two leagues I'm probably going to start him now I'm probably going to start him over Herbert um, in the league I have Herbert I'm pro- I might even start him over Dak I'm just very high on that da- on Derek Carr buy or sell Derek Carr finishes the season as a top seven quarterback in fantasy football Colin are you going to buy or sell that
1: uh, I'm going to sell. I don't think they're going to end up being in these games where Carr throwing, you know, 45, 50 passes a game. They didn't have Josh Jacobs this week. Um, and both the Ravens and Steelers have pretty good run defenses, so it's kind of hard to run on those teams. I'd expect Carr to not be throwing the ball so much and for so many yards, uh, so I'll sell.
3: Dan? I'm also going to sell, um, alluding to what Colin was saying. Um, When you look at these Ravens and Steelers defenses, uh, they're good in the run game, but um, the secondary, at least for the Ravens, uh, losing Marcus Peters, they maybe have been reeling. um, So not as good against the pass when they were playing them. And then the Steelers overall don't have a good secondary to start with. Um, So teams that, like the Raiders, that are going to air the ball out when they don't have Josh Jacobs, that's just a kind of a matchup that's not ideal. The Steelers, so when it comes to Derek Carr, um, I'm gonna to have to sell. I don't think he's gonna be lining up the scoreboard. I don't think that's what the Raiders are about, uh, when they have Josh Jacobs. So I don't think he'll finish as a top seven fantasy quarterback. I'm selling
0: Newman, yeah. This is an easy sell. I think Herbert and Prescott both end up finishing above him. Um, he just, I mean, he's a good quarterback, I but there's just like he doesn't run so that drops his fantasy value, like Jalen Hurts will probably finish above him because Jalen Hurts runs for 80 yards a game, um, which is a free eight points. So it's, I don't even think he'll finish top 10 just for the running value alone.
2: For fun, I'm going to buy this. Um, I think if the Raiders are winning these games by throwing 45 passes, they should continue to do it. I would say that the, about the Ravens defense, I mean, Marlon Humphrey's back there, who I, who I think is a stud. Chuck Clark's a very good safety. Pittsburgh's got Minka Fitzpatrick. Like, I don't think they're they're dog shit. I mean, it's a passing league. The Raiders have Darren Waller, and they have some talented receivers. Rugs obviously needs more touches. Edwards is coming on. Um, and to be honest, I don't really think Drake or uh, Jacobs are that good. So I think they should keep passing. I think he should throw for 300 yards every game if they want to win. Um, so I'm just going to, for fun, buy that. Uh, I'm going to get by the hype of Derek Carr. I, I think he's really good. Um, carrying on here, uh, another football question. Uh, the chiefs lost last night to the Ravens. What team poses the biggest threat to the chiefs in the AFC? Uh, we got six options here. we got the Titans, the Browns, the bills, the Ravens, the Raiders, or the chargers uh we'll start with colin
1: excuse me i was yawning um i have the browns here uh browns are my afc super bowl pick so inevitably they have to be the biggest challenge to the chiefs um lost jarvis landry on sunday baker looked a little shaky without him out there but obj should be back soon landry's not an extended absence Still love the Browns, still love the defense. Um, I mean, to even include the Raiders on this list to me is just a debacle. (laughs) I mean, they've always played them tough, Dan. That's fair, but
3: um, so I'm gonna go with the Browns just because I believe they're gonna face each other in the AFC Championship game, and I do like the Browns, but a close second for me is actually gonna be the Titans. I think they've I think they got Derrick Henry in his groove against Seattle, and I think they're just on an now coast They got Julio Jones uh, kind of going in that game, four catches or five catches for 100-plus yards. So, But I'm going to go with the Browns. That roster is just talented, and it, this does kind of open the door, it seems, for teams to figure out how to beat the Chiefs, kind of take what the Ravens did. And then maybe you're looking at a situation where Cleveland can get the one seed, and they're playing in Cleveland, not Arrowhead. Um,
1: so
3: I'm going to go with the Browns.
1: Newman's muted. I'm unmuted now.
3: Dumbass.
0: (laughs) I'm taking the Titans as Dan kind of alluded to, um, their, their strategy of wearing you down and then unleashing Derek Henry in the second half is pretty unstoppable. Um, we saw it yesterday. They came all the way back. Um, Henry just, I, I think Henry nearly had like 200 yards in the second half. It was pretty ridiculous. Um, the Chiefs' defense has not been that impressive. Granted, they've played two pretty good offenses, but the Titans' offense is also very formidable. Um, so I'd say the Titans have a legitimate shot to, to beat the Chiefs. I'm going to take the Buffalo
2: Bills. Um, it starts for me. Your team's got to have a good defense. The Browns' defense is good. The Titans' defense uh, is not good. Um, I, the bills shut out Miami. I get it Miami, but they, even last year they've always had a strong defense. So for me, they out of this group have the best defense, Josh Allen's an, a star. He's had a slow start to the year, but I think in big, big games, he really steps up Diggs, You remember the scene of Stefan Diggs out on the field after they lost in Kansas city, they're motivated. They're ready. They're ready to go to work, go to battle with Kansas city. They want to beat them. It's extra motivation that they lost last year. So for me, I'm gonna have to go with Buffalo uh, just based on those two things. Um, but I mean, they could easily get challenged by any any team. I think if KC plays Cleveland in Cleveland, I think that's a new kind of game. I think going in the Arrowhead's really hard. Um, we obviously have our side bet, but um, really, I mean, it could be wide open. We really don't know. Um, Transitioning here to the MLB, uh, which manager is most likely to be fired first? Uh Rocco Baldelli of the Twins, Chris Woodward of the Rangers, Chase Tingler with the Padres, David Bell with the Reds, or um fucking what's his name? Is it Luis Rojas?
1: Yeah, yep.
2: it is okay. Of the Mets. Uh eh, fuck it. We'll go backwards. Newman.
0: Oh wow. All right. Um Crazy <laughs> well, Shakeup. <laughs> so, I, th- I think um, I think Rojas will, will get fired, but I'm going to go off the board. I think Aaron Boone should be fired. Um, mm. His lineup management and his bullpen management this year have been so fucking bad. Like, you have, like, Voight, uh, who hits a home run every time. He's playing two days a week. That makes no fucking sense. <laughs> you have Chapman, who's been shitting the bed, and you refuse to take him out of the closer role because Chapman's just that intimidating, but... That's kind of ridiculous. The bullpen like they have granted their bullpen arms have been pretty shit lately, but the way he's been using them are just disgusting. The way he's been running the lineup is disgusting. Having Brett Gardner in there over Voigt or Rizzo or Stan is a disgrace. Um, and like they were world series, but people predict them to go to the world series. I did. Evan did like, sadly, they're going to miss the playoffs and it, it falls as much on the team. It falls on Boone as well. And I think he should be fired.
2: He's a very un he's a very unhinged manager. Uh Dan,
3: who's your pick? So I was gonna say Aaron Boone, and then I talked myself out of it saying the Yankees wouldn't do it. But now that Connor brought it up, I'm going with Aaron Boone. I Let's thought go. weeks ago this guy should be fired. I mean, it's the New York Yankees. Like, I know I hate them, but like this isn't the standard that they can accept. And if they're going to miss the playoffs after being a World Series favorite or at least contender, and then you miss the playoffs, like they're not going to like accept that. They need to get somebody in there that will actually manage the lineup correctly, manage the rotation correctly. And I don't think Aaron Boone's that guy. I get he sticks up to the players and he'll fight with the umps. I don't care if he's not going to deliver uh, in New York, the biggest market in baseball or in any sport really in New York, then he shouldn't be there. He should be fired.
1: Yeah, he, yeah. He, he, he fucking sucks. Colin. him. Um, Evan, real quick, can you read the names one more time? I can.
2: Baldelli, Woodward, Tingler, Bell, Rojas, or you can go off the board if you want to be. I like,
1: mean, yeah. I took Tingler. I think he'll be fired. San Diego executives probably expected 100 wins, as we talked about earlier. Nowhere close to that. They're going to miss. Um, I figured he left Boone off this list because he's a guarantee to be fired. I mean, what a fucking dog show that, that thing is. Um, I would say that, fuck, who did you, Rojas is gone to. Um, I saw that they're looking at bringing in Billy Bean um, to, to be the GM since they have so much fucking dysfunction in that front office. And if he did take that, bra, uh, that job, he wants to bring Bob Melvin with him. Um, so it mm. obviously mean Luis Rojas would be out. Um, yeah, uh has a chance to get fired, Baldelli or Balducci, whatever his fucking name is. Balducci Balducci's an <laughs> author that I like. Rocco Baldelli's the twins <laughs> manager. <laughs> Next question. Uh. I'm
2: going to go with Tangler as well. Um, Just on what I'm seeing and the dysfunction that seems to be around the Padres. You have to make a change. I think all these managers could get fired. People talk about David Bell. David Bell has been given his chances and and he just hasn't delivered. And I think the Reds could even find someone better than him. Uh, Boone. I fucking hate Boone. Uh, Dude just gets so angry. Like, like the dude is emotionally unstable. Um, I bet you when he's, like, in bed with his wife uh, trying to sleep, he's just screaming because he's just got so much pent-up anger. Uh, I, I just don't I don't like him at all. Baldelli, the Twins with Blown this year. Um, Rojas, he's crazy. So I'm going to go with Tingler, but I think all of these guys could easily get fired. Um, all right, so here we go. Um, AL wild card. Right now it would be the Blue Jays at the Red Sox at Fenway Park on an October night. Um, So I have a question. Uh, Who wins that game? I would assume it would be Chris Sale, Robbie Ray. Colin, who would win that game?
1: The Red Sox. It's not a question. (laughs) I would expect to see. Five to six innings of Chris Sale, he'd give up probably two home runs. Hopefully, they're both solo shots. If they're not, we could be in trouble. Um, but the Red Sox hit lefties like like it's their fucking day job, and at night they hit righties. Um, Red Sox hit everyone really well. I know Robbie Ray's been great this year, but I think we played him and he didn't have much success. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. We played him a few
2: times. There was one time we hit him pretty good, one time. Um, he shut us out. There was another time too. I believe I am not mistaken, thinking of it.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, but regardless, I still would take the Red Sox lineup. Uh, I think the Red Sox bullpen is better when it comes down to one singular game. Like even though the Red Sox bullpen has been incredibly shaky, you, ha- if sale gives you five innings, you can go two innings, Tanner Houck, who is a right-handed destroyer. That gets you mm-hmm. to the seventh inning. You can give two innings of Garrett Whitlock, if you wish, a, a six-out save because he is that good. Or you can go an inning Whitlock, and that leaves you with Odovino, who is disgusting. Or I can't even believe I'm going to say this, Garrett Richards, who has been really <laughs> good lately, got a save the other day. Um, or our closer, Matt Barnes. Like There are plenty of options when it comes down to one nine-inning game. And I know that once you get to a series, that gets a little concerning. But to win one game, give me the Red Sox.
2: Dan Hayes.
3: Give me the Sox, baby. Sail on the mound. We're getting the dub. That Rays lineup does scare me because at any point, they could just be hitting bombs like there's no tomorrow. But with Sail on the mound, I'm confident. Let's go.
0: I will optimistically pick the Sox as well. Um, I would hope sales on a very short leash. Uh, I'd love to see how get in the game. Uh, I think for the Blue Jays, I don't think they can go wrong with Ray or if they want to go Barrios because the Red Sox do hit lefties better. I'd expect honestly to potentially see both of them,
3: mm-hmm.
0: um, which would be yeah. super tough. But I will if we can limit the damage, the home run, uh, take the Red Sox.
2: I have a bold take for this game. If I'm the Red Sox, I would not start Chris Sale.
1: Evaldi. Evaldi. I would start Ivaldi. It has to be Ivaldi for me.
2: If you think about all the bats in their lineup, Semyon, righty, Bichette, righty, Hernandez, righty, um, Guerrero, righty. Um, I'm missing even better players. Agrichik, righty. Like, all these guys are righties. I'm afraid if they play Sale in this game, they're just going to fucking tee off. Um Fuck! Like I don't know. This is a I think that's pick. a
1: legitimate concern. That's why I had Howe coming in early. Right. What
0: are the uh, what are their splits? Because I see their team splits are dead even, lefties and righties. I just don't they are. Okay, they are.
2: I. Hmm, this is a tough pick. Like I if mean, sale even starts, so,
1: you up? could go. Uh, sorry to interrupt you again, but even so, if you're that concerned about sale, sale can pitch one time through the lineup, and then how can go one time through the lineup. And then you're hopefully through about six innings, and that leaves you the rest of your bullpen.
2: Yeah,
0: I will. Uh, um, I'll offer up real quick that Vladdy hits 331 against righties and 293 against lefties. Oh wow, okay. So a That's reverse right. hitter.
2: Interesting. Um, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the Jays, and I don't want to, but I'm going to take my emotions out of it. Their lineup is just fucking disgusting. They've teed off at Fenway all year. I hope I'm wrong. I hope they start Valdi, but I have the feeling they're going to start Sale. And Sale's strikeout numbers and velocity are down. 1K in the game we won two through five. If Sale starts, they lose. If Valdi starts, I think they have a legitimate chance. Um, but I'm just going to pick the Jays just because I think Robbie Ray is going to win the Cy Young, and he's disgusting.
1: If this is I the one I'm thing wrong. you're right about, I'm going to be so pissed. I know I've been wrong about lots of
2: things, Red Sox. So you guys should be happy that I picked the J. So the, the record would, would say that. Um, moving over to the NL wild card, we got Cardinals. who have won eight in a row at the Dodgers. Uh, Dodgers have been a great home team. We obviously know a lot about their lineup. Newman, let's we'll start with you. Who are you taking?
0: Who am I taking? I'm taking the Dodgers. i um... I think it's going to be Wainwright, and I think they're going to go with Scherzer. As much as I love Walker Buehler, Scherzer's Mm -hmm. the hot hand right now. I think they ride him uh, in the wild card game. Uh, That lineup is just ridiculous. Wainwright has been also just come out of nowhere. He's been fantastic. Um, So it's going to be a great pitching matchup between two old fuckers. (laughs) Could make for some great baseball. Both these games are going to be fucking amazing to watch. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'll take the Dodgers. Dan?
3: Dodgers, they're 16 up in the wild card race. End of discussion.
1: Colin? Dan, you're going to have to change the graphic. I've changed my pick. I'm going St. Louis Cardinals. I think Wainwright is going to have one little magic person. in him. I know Scherzer has been that good, but so has Wainwright. Um, and in a nine-inning game, anything can happen. Um, one home run here, one bounce there. So give me Cardinals for the ultimate upset. I mean, how what's a bigger like advocate for MLB fixing their playoffs than the Dodgers yep. losing in a wild card game? Yep. Like, it's a good thing for baseball in the end. Um, so go Cardinals and fuck the Dodgers anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to take the Cardinals as well. Um
2: I like this team a lot. Wainwright just pitched against them a week or two ago, held them to the two runs, and he pitched into the like, well, <coughs> yeah, you know, two runs after eight innings. Even pitching in the ninth, I mean, Schell left him in a little too long, but to pitch against the into into the ninth inning against that team says a lot. Wainwright's been fucking phenomenal this year. I added him in my, my cash league, and he's been fantastic. Um, I also think the Dodgers just have nightmares about the Cardinals. Uh, they've been the one team that fucked them up. I mean, I know Clayton Kershaw has these bad memories of Matt Carpenter in Dodger Stadium hitting big doubles. Like, Cardinals can surprise people. If anyone's going to do it to the Dodgers, it's going to be the Cardinals. The, hist- the history says that. And I think the Cardinals with Yadier Molina and Adam Wainwright going to have one more year after this, but I think there's something special with the Cardinals. Goldschmidt's been great. Arenado's been great. I like this team. So Tyler O'Neill. Tyler O'Neill. yeah, what a last week he's had. So, I'm going to go with the Cardinals. I, I totally agree with you, Colin. I, I don't know. I think it makes for a story. Go ahead, Dan.
3: Uh, some breaking news. Um, Tyra Taylor could be out four weeks with a hamstring injury. Ooh.
1: So Deshaun Watson be. won't won't play. I know that. He's not going to play. So, so it's, it's going to be up to rookie
3: Davis Mills. Yeah. Wow. That stinks
1: because Tyrone was playing so well. It's always he he's he's the, the unluckiest play. guy ever. Really is.
2: It's unluckiest always, guy ever. Yep. Uh, he experienced that on Newman's Chargers last year. Oh, um, and how grateful we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> um, anyway, our last two questions here. Colin,
1: let's start with you. Give me your 2021 World Series champion. Uh, Well, once the Dodgers are out of it, I think the San Francisco Giants become the clear-cut favorite, my Giants. Uh, I get you have some AL Jaggernauts in – I mean, all three division winners are going to be really good playoff teams. Um, I know you can't count out the Brewers, but the Braves are a joke in in this playoffs. Um, Cardinals have a shot, but I'm taking – Taking the Giants as my champion. Damn. Give me the Giants. They're good. Fuck yeah. Newman. Fuck yeah. Um, Astros. I think it. Th- or Dodgers.
0: Fuck the Astros, dude. I would never pick a division team like that. I think I want to pick the Dodgers because I think they're so deep. But I'm gonna take the Brewers. I love the Brewers. Their rotation. They have those three could be an ace on any team Peralta Burns Woodruff Hader and Williams in the back end um their hitting has been phenomenal of late I think they could take it to any team uh especially if the Dodgers are out in the wild card but I think if the Dodgers stick around I think they do beat the Giants in a best of five um I think they just have the depth and Gosman's been pretty shit lately no offense yeah he has struggled
2: Fuck it, I'm gonna take the Giants.
0: <laughs> oh, oh god! <laughs> Everybody's
2: on, the, on train. the train. Let's
1: go, all um, aboard.
2: I don't know. I just have just have a feeling. I, I I think they're not afraid to tee off on on any ace. I think they they welcome that challenge. We saw what they did at Bueller like a month ago. Uh, the lineup special: Brandon Belt, what the last bunties had. Longoria, same thing. Posey's still there. I don't know. I I feel like I'm with Colin now. I've come over to your side, buddy. It's where you belong. Yeah, we'll <laughs> see. Uh, we'll just go around. Quick World Series MVPs, Colin. Uh, Brandon Crawford.
3: Dan? I also had Brandon Crawford.
1: <laughs> make minds think alike. Try yes. to think. Dude. Um, if it's the
0: Brewers, it's going to be Burns. If the Dodgers make it, I think Walker Buehler has a phenomenal playoff.
2: I'm going to go Evan Longoria. I think he's got playoff magic in him once again. Um, Wow. Should be a great playoffs. Three of us now on the Giants. Yeah. Um, It's crazy. I'm off the Dodgers train.
1: It almost makes me nervous to be attached to you, Evan. (laughs) It should be. (laughs) Um, Um,
2: I'm I'm usually wrong, so we'll we'll follow up with all this stuff uh, later on.
1: We'll see. It is Um, your rant today. And then that's all, right. all we got. We're about an hour and 15 in. Now, so,
2: okay. Yeah, I'm ready. You
1: tell me, yeah, you good?
2: <clears throat> Hit it. All right. So, going back to Kansas City, because I'm going to talk about this little fucking piece of shit uh, who sucks and was just a waste of a draft pick on one of my fantasy teams. We got Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Um, I'm sorry, but he's not good. And I drafted him third round in the league. I'm sorry, but this dude is a bottom like RB two. Like he's just not good anymore. Like I guess he was never really that good. He just doesn't get the volume. Um, and I just I just hate this guy because I had a parlay bet last night. It was like 20 bucks to win me 180. Um, hit had hit everything else. I was feeling so confident. They were up 11. And Lamar goes down and gets a touchdown. And I'm like, okay, like I still trust the offense. Mahomes goes to Kelsey uh, over the middle, then he hit another receiver. So they were looking pretty good. And I'm over at my buddy's place watching the, the game. And, and then I see them give it to this guy, this guy. Um, and then I watch the ball fall onto the ground. Chris Collinsworth yells something. And I'm like, whoa, like what's happening? And then they're all in the bottom of a pile, and they're wrestling, and I'm like, "Uh oh!" And it was picked up by a raven, and I just couldn't believe what I had seen. So in the league that I have Hilaire, uh, I don't want to drop him, but I'm never gonna play him again. Cost me 180 dollars, so now I just have a hatred for him. Um, but like, what a bust! Like, I'm sorry, he's nothing more than a low end RB two. He was overhyped, overdrafted, uh, basically fumbled the game away. Uh, Chiefs should have won that game. I should have won 180 bucks, but I did not, and my heart was broken.
1: Good ran. Why not just trade him?
2: I yeah. mean, I don't know who would want him. I mean, God, to only have, like, 12 points after two weeks, I mean, his value is shit. And I have Tyson Williams in that league, so whatever. I can I can just put him in, but. I don't know. That was that was tough. That was tough to watch. That sucks, but that sucks. I was like oh, well, What can you do? It's just funny. The odds always against. Props me.
0: to um. Props to Harbaugh for going for it on that fourth down. By the way. Yeah. Oh yeah. I needed him okay. to do that. If he had I think it's, out, it's so disrespectful.
1: I think it's cool that they like uh, he ha- he asked Lamar and everything, but I'm so fucking sick of seeing it on my Instagram feed. I yeah, fucking I get it. Yeah. I don't, don't know why everyone just loves Lamar, which is fine. I
2: love Lamar. You, you've always been a Lamar hater. I love Lamar.
1: Yeah, kind of love fine. Harbaugh is an amazing guy. I do love Harbaugh, but I just hate the fucking ball licking the media does of certain guys. It's not just Lamar. It's Mahomes you... and, and fucking Aaron Rodgers and Tatis. all these guys. Tatis, <laughs> yeah. Like, what the fuck? Like, Ever
2: since you – like, we had our group chat, like, when it was just me, you, and CT. You and CT were always anti-Lamar Jackson. I think you called him, like, a running back. Like, you're, you're one I of did. those guys. Like, it's so disrespectful. I mean, he ran for 100-plus like 100 100 yards leader. last night, like a running back one. Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off.
1: It's a different game. I, I get it. And, look, he's, he's fucking good at it. He's good at his game. I just think from a quarterback standpoint – it's not that great of a quarterback but the position is to run and to pass. pass what dan
3: He said he is much better at the quarterback position than a lot of starters in the league
1: Colin, the position they just is- run an
3: offense that's very hard to i guess excel in passing wise because they just do heavy run heavy run and then and to play the action down the field like it, it, it's hard for anyone to be successful in that type of offense. And he does it well, obviously, because he could be on the run, but he's a lot better than a lot of quarterbacks.
1: Yeah, his playmaking ability is, is off the charts. So,
3: yeah. I didn't understand why people in the draft process thought he was a wide receiver or running back. He was like <laughs> – he was high on my rankings. I thought he was a quarterback. I thought he was going to be good.
2: So he won, what thirtieth? Uh, Thirty second. Thirty
1: second. How
2: oh, the Pats not take him? Fuck! They picked like right before. Bill didn't want him. We
1: Nothing took Sony big. Michelle. Yeah, Hey, he and won I us the Super win. Bowl,
2: dude. Bill, Bill's not a great
1: drafter, but anyway. Look, the Sony Michelle was huge for, for that Super Bowl run, and we had Tom Brady at the time. Come on, you're Yeah, you're telling, yeah, you're the telling the me Nick Chubb kind of won them the
0: Super Bowl.
3: He could have been some other fourth round pick at running back. He probably would have done the same exact thing as Sony Michelle and you'd still win that Super Bowl. Like that's the, yeah, I would
1: have, I would have rather Nick Chubb personally. (laughs) I would hope so. That's Um, all I got for the pod. mm -hmm.
2: Gridiron should be fun. I can't wait to talk about my Cowboys and their win.
0: For those gridiron listeners. Choke on a muffin.
1: For those Gridiron listeners, we'll see you on Thursday, and for the Clubhouse combos listeners, we'll see you next week. Later, peace. Put your tears away, I'm no fear today. You can drive off towards that summertime sunset. sweat you ain't done yet. Take the keys, leave the regrets. Write your letters, place your bets. I'll be the one who say.